Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I'm Amy Leo, and you are listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. In addition to an audio podcast, we're also compiling a video that we're going to be putting on YouTube because I wanted to inform the community of why there has not been a new episode out of What We Should Have Learned in School. Our podcast producer, Kelly Munstrad actually suddenly has passed away. And we were in the middle of working on an episode that was a reflection of the violence that occurred in Las Vegas. So this episode is gonna be a tribute to Kelly and his life and his legacy. And I have with me today, my very good friend and business associate, Megan Macaron, who has been there from the beginning, like Kelly and also my fiance, Emily Erkela, who is now our business associate as well, who has just recently joined the team about about a month ago before Kelly passed. So he got to know Kelly as well and has known Kelly throughout the years. So what I would like to do here is share Kelly's commitment letter and then share what Kelly was for me, both personally and professionally. I also can't make any, I can't make any promises I won't get through this crying. I'm sure the other two people on the line today will, will feel the same. So I originally met Kelly in 2015 at a music conference, and then we headed up to LA for the ASCAP Expo. And for people that aren't singer-songwriters, that's a songwriting uh, kind of like a union. It's basically, you know, the organization that takes care of royalties and things like that. So when we were in that music conference, um, we were asked to post a commitment letter. And, and I think that this story that Kelly shared um, really highlights his life. So here it is. <clears throat> in order to convey my message and fulfill my promise here is my story and commitment. This is for myself in growth toward prosperity, for my parents, for my uncles and aunties, and all our families. This is especially for my son Keegan and my daughter Madison, whom without you both in my life, I would not have the will to venture so strongly. This is for you kids, to show you that the world is only as big as you make it to show you my purpose is to blaze a trail as you ponder what life awaits you soon. This purpose had started March 9th, but will be engraved today as the landmark day after my prosperity training has begun. While you read, please relax and try to soak it in. Might be fun. It has been 30 plus years since mom dropped that first fretboard into my left hand. Eleven years later, I was lead singer and guitarist for an original band named Mastermind based in Phoenix. We were offered a showcase gig with Sony and Polygram reps present. After days of struggling with this opportunity and discussion with my wife at the time, we made our decision. However, I still could not tell the band as we had worked so hard to get there. On the way to the gig, Still unsure until the last minute, 
I had the guys pull over to explain that I cannot face this road ahead. I quit the band and we canceled the gig. Our decision resulted in having two beautiful children after time passed. 21 years ago today, April 28, 1994, the very day I got home with my wife after moving back from Arizona, my mom passed before I was to see her since I had married. Time went on. Music found its way back into my life just a year or so later, even after throwing gear in the dumpster. I started all over with gear and went deeper into songwriting. I then succeeded in other ways of accounting and business. All together now, there have been 25 years of songwriting and 20 years executive business background. I've created jobs still had from the internal retail business I started in 2005 during a 15 year journey of employment. 2005 was the last year I performed live until the next event arrived soon. I still kept writing more songs leading into building a home studio where I hid safely in my hobby where I couldn't fail. I left my job December 30th, 2013. Unknown to me at the time, that was my freedom day, as my mentor calls it. Just like his arrived, and just like so many others have already faced or soon will. I know there are many more artists like this, just living life like drones, unaware that such opportunities exist as independent artists outside the industry. 2014 was a very dark year for me, but I wouldn't erase it for anything as I needed it to figure out what I was going to do, dragging myself through the worst of all darkness you can imagine, making poor decisions and literally giving up on myself, keeping in mind someone always has it worse. Then more happened. Christmas Day 2014 was the last day I played guitar for my dad of 80 years. He lay in his nursing home bed, unable to speak anymore as pancreatic cancer slowly took his life. His blazing blue eyes were open. For the last time, we gazed upon each other in this life, but the words came through my guitar. I tried very hard to go back to that executive life in January and February of 2015 with great interviews and a positive attitude. However, my head was low, my spirit was strained. I had zero purpose and zero desire to find another similar job to near kill me or live out my life in sorrow. Mom and dad would not want that. Neither do those that truly know and care for me to be living life alive instead of living life dead. Then greatness started to happen finally. I started training February 2015 with Carrie Cole. She's an artist development expert in New York. She recommended in those first few weeks another style of mentor, Tiamo, and I and within just two short months of nonstop work with apprenticeship and house selling preparation, I have two expert mentors and a vast family of incredibly talented artists like me at my side. In two short months, I have accomplished more in a long time. This is commitment to craft. Like any other entrepreneur has a vision to succeed without limits. It is a commitment to bring value to people all over the world like any customer service should provide. This is leading by example to be the best father I can be as soon as it's soon my kids 
turn to blaze trails where few dare to go. I am taking consistent action by starting with this story and commitment. Commitment is faith before knowing the outcome. So here's my commitment, April 25th, 2015. From this day forward, I promise to work my 10,000 hours and beyond. There will be no limit of hours. I will attain the highest level of efficiency with goals and non-negotiable daily habits. I will live, capital letters, each day and each week to the extremes of my health, from every person I encounter every day to the hearts of listeners everywhere. To you, my children, to my son, Keegan, and to you, my daughter, Madison, I vow to give you all I, can, I possibly can provide as a father who misses you with all my aching heart. You are near your age to fly. You must also gather your strength, find your courage, work hard, and use your skills to the best of your ability to never stop learning and always keep growing. I will love you always, no matter what. I am never leaving any of you, not my children, not my mentors, not my extended family who I rarely see, not my birth sister who found me as I was adopted, and most assuredly, none of the artists as we all shoulder each other's burden on our journey. I'll be home wherever my journey takes me. We'll all gather at home even beyond this life. I just may have to be somewhere else on the planet once in a while instead of any four walls I call home. Sincerely, sincerely with love, Kelly Munster, The Warm Fire. So Kelly talked about that event in San Diego. Again, that's where I met Kelly. And we first began uh, as co-writers. And we would in basically interact, uh, since I can't play an instrument to save my life, we would interact um, where I would get a song for, uh, a song idea I would send it over the lyrics and a rough melody and Kelly would create the music around that. Um, unfortunately, many of those inspirations we never completed and not because of Kelly, because of me, because I stopped doing them. And I alluded to this in, an, in another video I had posted on Facebook, but you know, the reason I didn't complete them wasn't because um, I didn't have time. That's, that's, that's just not true. The reason I didn't complete them is because I wanted people, people's approval. And my first album, there was like crickets. So I didn't want to face that quote unquote embarrassment again. And what I've seen is that <laughs> not doing something, you know, making the choice to do or, or not do something based on whether or not people are going to give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down on social media is a ridiculously horrible reason not to do something so the music for me slipped aside and became really in the background and I didn't work on music myself but what we did do with Kelly and Meg will talk about her experience is that we began a podcast series and similarly the podcast was very slow to start I mean I don't know how many viewers we had maybe like three views on YouTube we still have some videos that have like 10 views and now that seems so ridiculous I'm so glad Kelly posted them on YouTube um, but there were many times throughout the course of that podcast you know that vision that you heard Kelly say in his letter of positively impacting people and sharing a message of hope and of connection and of love and of adventure 
there are so many times that if Kelly was not there, I would have stopped doing that podcast. No question. I would have let those little thoughts of no one's listening uh, be serious for me and, and, and inform what action I took and I would have stopped. So there's so much more to say about Kelly, but in the interest of um, keeping this as short as we can, which I, I don't think we can keep it short. We, we originally had tried to keep it under 10 minutes. We're way over that now, I, I think. Um, so I would like to invite Meg uh, to share what your relationship was like with Kelly since you were also here from the beginning. We were like the three musketeers, the three bandits with just big dreams and sparkly yays. And um, so Meg, you could share what it was like so far. Sure. Um, way to make me cry. Uh, so I feel like Kelly would like me to start with saying that I have butterflies right now. Um, because I feel like he was somebody who would get butterflies and be afraid stage fright solution style and still get on stage. Um, I met Kelly through Amy. We started doing, Amy and I started doing these videos called stage fright solutions way back when. And Kelly was our main supporter like our only supporter and he was wonderful he really was personal cheerleader who kept us going love i mean feedback galore everything you could ask for and from there our relationship just grew and you could just see that he wanted to be surrounded with people who were energetic and wanted peace for the world and he was like let's collaborate um on my own personal story with him i messaged with him on facebook multiple times a week for years, the two to three years that we knew each other, never even met him in person. And I think that just goes to show you that one person can change your world and you don't even have to ever meet them in person. And I wish I had gotten to, but it was just all based online. And I can't imagine him not having been in my life. Um, I had been a personal trainer already, but I just started my business online as a personal trainer. And he was my first online client because he was so into you know, like you said on his letter, non-negotiable daily habits, and he wanted to get healthier. And he had no idea where to start. And I just, you know, I was like, I don't even want to charge you because you're my friend. And he's like, no, you have to charge me. And, you know, he really pushed me to see my value by showing him his and helping him through his health and fitness. Um, and from there, you know, I was still doing that. And we were just working together on the podcast with Amy where he was the glue, you know, he was the comic relief. And the most amazing thing was that he obviously, he learned so much from Amy when it comes to psychology and thoughts and dealing with emotions. And it was a really nice reflection. Every time we got on a meeting on Zoom or just talked on Facebook, I would say something and he would just throw our words back at us. And we're like, Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. Like we did teach you that. And we didn't even think of that just now, you know, like, and that would happen sometimes. And it was like, you know, he became our teacher in a way to show us how the world can change and how it isn't, it'd be wonderful to impact the entire world, but even just impacting one life is a huge deal um, because that was a trickle effect that impacted so many people in his life and so many people in ours. Um, from there, we worked on the Costa Rica retreat. Again, we probably would never have gotten through it without him. He was the organizational piece. He was the technology piece, you know, like, which we are not tech savvy always. And he was, um, and he was just fun. Always happy. Even when he was sad, he looked on the bright side. Um, 
And I think the biggest takeaway from his letter just now was about living life alive and not living life dead. And that for years he lived life dead. And I'm very happy to have gotten to know him and that he was able to live the last oh so many years of his life fully alive and happy in his zone of genius, doing what he loved, helping others, being surrounded by those that made his life a difference um, and just completely turning it around for himself. So, yeah. I totally forgot about um, Stage Fright Solutions, Meg. Thanks for bringing that up. Kelly was the only one who put any, any support for that whatsoever. Um, and it shows on so many levels, again, it's like, I've said this before, but it's, it's true. I mean, it's really not the quantity of people. It's the quality. And, and the three of us impacted each other's lives in life-changing life ways. I mean, the one thing I can say about Kelly and I will, I will let you get here, honey. I'm sorry, I have so much to say. Um, There are very, very few people that you come across in life. And I'm sitting with two of, two of them as well here <laughs> that really listen to you, that really support you, that aren't just guessing you to death, that aren't shooting your ideas down because of their own limited thinking and their own fears and their own opinions. And that's what we are going to continue to create one life at a time, the three of us moving forward with Kelly's vision, our all, it's our shared vision. Um, and now I'm going to throw, throw the mic over to Emma, which who is my fiance and uh, Kelly was there when I was falling in love with you. And he was so <laughs> supportive and excited and yay. <laughs> like always, always every email ended with a yay, Emily and Amy. Yay. And he was so, um, but it was genuine. It wasn't like a sappy, uh, fake smile, fake support. It was really based in genuine love and, and support. Um, so Emily has just recently joined our team. He's had a lot of personal insights himself about the work that we do. He finally gets it. Um, <laughs> today wasn't, it wasn't always that way. <laughs> when we were in the Costa Rica retreat, um, Emma was like, what what the, what the hell do you guys do? <laughs> not, not, not so many words, but I'll let him uh, take the mic now and, and share his experience with, with Kelly and, and uh, moving forward. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Han. So, yeah, it's it's definitely been... Uh, I, uh, I grew up in an environment, uh, so I'm from Finland originally, and I grew up in an environment where, where crying and a man crying was was not kind of... was a little bit like a taboo. And it's really hard not to cry right now in the course of I've just tried to keep it like together and uh, apologies if I uh, start uh, <laughs> start crying when I talk about him. But uh, yeah, he, uh, so Kelly had a really, really big uh, impact on me as well. So I, uh, as Amy told, I joined with this uh this to, to, to support Amy and Kelly and Meg uh, and the team. So, yeah, so we, we had a really good and strong vision together with Kelly of 
sharing these insights of human experience and how peace of mind is overall the main thing and accessible for everyone and how we had experienced it with Kelly. Uh, even we are completely from different cultures, different age groups. He was really an amazing person and I, I truly admired him so much. The support he gave to Amy throughout the years, I, I, I was following these guys, not really understanding what was going on, getting more and more curious about this uh, mental health and self-development piece. And I, I, then suddenly when I got it and I started understanding what they were voice messaging, I was like, it actually makes sense what they're saying and I didn't realize it. And then I, I made a big decision that I, uh, yeah, I want to get more involved and uh, get, get more understanding of this, uh, of this whole scene. I'm extremely, I'm extremely sad that I can't continue sharing and growing our, our vision with Kelly. We had a massive amount of plans how to, how to get this moving, both in, uh, in North America and Minnesota and in Europe. I, uh, I'm extremely devastated that I can't continue doing this with him, but I, uh, I do promise this to him and his, everyone know, that know, knew him that I will do everything I can to keep pushing his message and the pos positive energy and everything he, he, he had and how he impacted me so strongly. Uh, I will, I, that's my promise. And uh, we will do together, us three. We really, really keep on doing it, what we, what we started and what we, he was supporting from this day one when Amy and him started doing this podcast. And uh, yeah, that's more or less what I want to say about him. There's a lot to say. I just try to, if I go more, I, I'm just going to be crying like a baby here. So uh, better, let's keep the mic back to. <laughs> to Amy. Okay. Yeah, I know we are, we're definitely over our 10 minute marker. I don't know why we ever thought we could do this in 10 minutes, but that's the ego. Hey, I'm talking about the ego now. Um, beyond the ego at the awesome event, actually in a couple of weeks. And I've got to say what a, uh, what an example. Example is not the right word, but I mean, Kelly passed away so ridiculously unexpectedly. We all thought that he just had the flu. And it was within a couple of days from the last text message and only within a week and a half since MN him had the first business call that Kelly passed away. So we talk a lot on our show and in our organization about things like resilience, the ability for human beings to bounce back from difficulties, the ability to um, bump up against horrible circumstances. And the truth is every single one of us will continue to bump up against things we don't like have, having to happen in the world. That didn't make sense, but we will bump up against things that we don't like or we don't want to happen. And this experience with waking up on I, get, I don't even know the days seem like a fog I think it was Wednesday morning of this past week and waking up to a text message from another wonderful human being who is going to also be involved that Kelly just 
put me in touch with three weeks before he died. And we did some intensive work together. And now we're, she's going to become an, an apprentice and an, an associate and a confidant. And her name is Denise. And Denise uh, sent me a message. I have to tell you something about uh, Kelly. And then I'm not even out of bed yet. I've got the phone and I never check social media in the morning. And I see on Facebook, what? And I see she posted a rest in peace photo of Kelly and her. And since then, it has been a whirlwind of emotion. There have been moments of absolute shock and devastation. There's been moments of denial and disbelief. There's been moments of sadness where I feel so sad that I want to crawl out of my own skin. There's been the moments of the what ifs and the regrets and I should have done this and I could have done that, right? All of these kind of thought storms that are very natural. And yet, because of the foundation and the understanding of what Kelly and I and the rest of the people here and Denise as well are um, sharing, the understanding that we're sharing, because of that foundation of knowing how my human system works, my human psychological system, I have been able to feel my emotions 100%. I haven't been trying to do that. I know that's like a really hip like tip in the meditation community and mindfulness community to make sure you fully feel your emotions, but, but that has been a natural result of understanding how the mind works. And so I've been able to feel immense sadness. I've been up against haunting thoughts of, of regret and grief and what ifs. And I've also had these beautiful moments of gratitude for having known him. And the realization that the student has truly become a teacher, both in how Kelly lived his life and in, and in his sudden passing. And so far, nothing I said might seem that different than how most people experience grief, but here's the difference. I've been able to feel the waves of emotion and pain, but I haven't drowned in them. I haven't been afraid of feeling. I haven't run for the whiskey bottle or the joint or the whatever the hell it is that we use to try to numb our emotions because they scare the shit of us, shit out of us and we don't think they'll ever end. So that is resilience. That's what we've been pointing at. That ability to bump up against things and be affected and deeply, deeply feel and live. Because that, this is living. This is what being human is. We're able to experience a huge range of emotion and sensation and thought. And that is, is the gift of being human. That's something that we can no longer access when we leave our physical form. So I just wanted to leave kind of with that message of, I, I guess it's hope. I don't know. I don't know what, how, it, how you hear what I've said. But again, having this inner peace that Kelly really saw and really experienced in the last years of his life is accessible to every human being. And our team here at 
A plus ideas. We're going to continue that mission, that legacy. We're going to continue to share Kelly's teachings and music. Thank God he left a huge amount of material for all of us. So those are, are our personal commitments um, moving forward. The show will go on. I, I can think of Kelly kind of saying that to us all. Um, Denise had said that I can just hear him saying, the show must go on, girls. You know, don't worry about me. And, and so it will. And that's our commitment. And be patient with us because I have no idea how to upload the podcast. So that's going to be a huge learning curve. The audio quality is going to be a huge learning curve because that was Kelly's expertise. That was his zone of genius. You know, we were just getting to the point of having these beautiful little song snippets and, and all of that. So that won't be there anymore, but we will continue the, the mission um, in a big way. Is there anything else that you guys want to say before we end today? Yeah, I guess I, I just want to point out that uh, as an honor to Kelly as well, is the fact that everything we are going to start creating we are going to start hosting retreats. We are going to host events, a lot of meetup groups, discussion groups, proactive Facebook, social media groups together. And I want to engage people to really, really see. And that there's a lot of, lot of people around there who are, who are willing to know another, other people and the positive energy. And what Kelly showed to me is that as I, as I mentioned uh, earlier, the fact that even if you're from different environments or if how you grew up, it doesn't really matter. People are amazing. And, and when, you, when you really see things that he saw and what he told me, it's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable how much peace of mind someone can have and how positive and truly supportive someone can be. And it was always such a joy to talk to this guy. Not professionally. I just love to talk to him. And I'm going to truly miss him a lot. And that's why, and I know we all do. Uh, and that's why, yeah, I'm going to just invite everyone to start following, start start engaging, start tagging, everything. That's what I want to, yeah. <laughs> to say. Yeah. Meg, anything, uh, any closing words? Just that uh, I'm deeply sad and I never got to meet him in person but so happy that he was my modern day pen pal for years. Um, and he just, like you said, he just always brightened up a day. He could come to me with a problem and end up helping me with one of my own problems. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you know, like, like he would just say, can you help me with this? And I was like, sure. And then he'd be like, yay. And then I would say something. He's like, is that a problem? Like, let's go through that. And I was like, I didn't think it was, but now we could talk about it. And then boom, I'm in a better mood. So he just without knowing, always messaged at the right time. Um, and I think that is something we can all take away too, is we get busy in our lives, you know? Luckily, Amy and I have a date, Skype date every Wednesday. Sometimes we miss it, sadly, but almost always we don't. And uh, we lose contact with the people we love most. I mean, I just talked to my dad for the first time and I hadn't talked to him in two weeks, which for some people that, that might not seem long and for others it might be like, I talk to my dad every day, you know? So I think that when it comes to everybody that you care about in your life, finding a way to connect with them as often as possible is important. Whether it's a Facebook message, whether it's a, you know, a phone call, whether it's you write them an actual card, uh, you just, you never know what's going to happen. And, um, you know, I would just hate to not have talked to my dad for two weeks and had him suddenly pass away. So 
you know, like I just now want to reach out to those I love more often and just be in their life and let them know I'm there, non-judgmental to support them however they need, you know, whatever their vision is. I never, never will shoot somebody down for that because it's your life and I want you to enjoy it. So, and I feel like Kelly was that kind of a person too, and always helped me through those things. Yeah, that's a beautiful piece to end on, Meg. You know, we don't like to think about our mortality. And we like to think of, oh, yeah, you know, you only live once, live in the moment. You know, but that's very much an intellectual idea for many of us most of the time. So I really invite who's ever listening. If there's someone that you want to reach out with, if there's words you have not said, if there's projects you have not done, places you haven't traveled to, that you've dreamed of traveling to, find the way to make those things happen. It isn't fundamentally difficult to make things happen. It just takes creative thinking, creative insight, and a little bit of a bigger perspective. But things like I don't have enough time or I don't have enough money really discount the fact Ignore the fact completely, the inner resources that every human being has in this planet. Creative insight, love, presence. These are far more useful tools than anything outside of you because they will always be with you. Money comes and goes. Money comes and goes, relationships come and go, but getting in touch with that inner sense of your own capabilities from a genuine logical place, not from a yay positive psychology where we're all going to get along and do everything. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the actual resources you have at your disposal based on the fact that you are a human being. And that's it. That's all I have. If you want to learn more about what we are doing, you can head over to our brand new site, aplusideas.org. Again, aplusideas.org. We've created a section for music that's going to commemorate Kelly's music, as well as uh, showcase the music from others in our organization and community, as well as we're going to start putting together short lessons. Thank God we have these recordings of Kelly. Um, there's a very, very powerful two-part series that Kelly and I did on addiction, and I highly recommend listening to that. That is on the feed already under what to do when a loved one is addicted. Until next time, take care, stay curious, and keep rocking. Sing like there's nobody listening. Live like it's heaven on earth. You got to.